0: Welcome to another episode of Get Fit Lose Weight. In this podcast, I want to speak about HIIT training. Uh, What is it? What are the benefits? Is it worth doing? And just a bit more in depth, so by the end of this podcast, you'll fully understand, hopefully, what HIIT training is, and whether it's for you and whether it's suitable for you or it's something you're going to not bother with. So by the way, if you're new to this podcast, I'm Ross Philippe, I'm a qualified personal trainer, and I do podcasts each week on fitness-related subjects, do with health, fitness, and I give my take on it as a qualified personal trainer for over 15 years. I've trained thousands of clients, and the aim of the podcast is to genuinely help you um, answer your questions that you're maybe not sure about, and also make sure you don't fit or you drop into the pitfalls of making a lot of mistakes which uh, people make. So hopefully I can fast track you to avoid um, slowing down your results. So um, HIT training. So if you've heard this word, it's a bit of a buzzword at the moment in the fitness industry. Um, it's sometimes referred to as HIIT training or a HIT, uh, but it actually stands for High Intensity Interval Training. High Intensity Interval Training. So it's a bit of a giveaway in the actual name. So you've got high intensity, which is most people can work out what that is. It's working at quite a high level. So you're working quite hard. You may be getting out of breath. And interval training is the other bit of it, which is basically doing intervals of work. So doing short amounts of work, followed by recovery. So that encompasses the HIT training. Now, there's many ways to do HIT training, and I'm going to speak about it a lot more in depth. So make sure you listen to the right to the end of the podcast. So you'll have a full understanding of it. Um, the HIT training has various ways you can do it. Most ways are quite short. It can range from exercising from 10 seconds to one minute at a high intensity, then maybe recovering for one minute. So you can do one-to-one it's called. So you do the same amount of exercise and have the same amount of rest. Um, you can do 30 seconds all out high intensity and have 30 seconds rest. You can mix it up, but generally the intervals are quite short. And the recovery is about the same or slightly shorter. So, we're looking at very short amounts of exercise, totaling about maybe 20 to 30 minutes. So, you'd simply repeat whatever cycle you were doing for a total of 20 to 30 minutes. So, for example, I may want to do star jumps for one minute, then have a 50 second rest. And I would just keep repeating that over and over again for about 20 to 30 minutes. But in reality, I probably wouldn't do that same exercise over and over again. I'd maybe pick four or five exercises. So um, a great one, you could do jogging on the spot for one minute, then have a maybe a minute rest. Then you could do uh, star jumps for one minute, then have a minute rest. Then you could do um, jumping lunges for one minute, than have the same amount of rest. So you could maybe, as a guide, you could do three exercises and just go through them over and over again using the same amount of time and the same amount of rest for a total of 20, 30 minutes. And what that actually does is it relieves the boredom a bit. I wouldn't really recommend to do the same exercise over and over again for 20 minutes because it, if nothing else, it can get a bit boring, but you also want to mix it up. So maybe, you know, three, four exercises and, um, Put 20 minutes aside and just go through that little routine. Um, it doesn't have to be uh, one minute and one minute recovery. Just just try and choose somewhere between maybe you know a 20 second and a one minute exercise. So somewhere you think would suit you and give it roughly the same amount of recovery as well. That's a great starting point. So um, looking at different things, you may be asking, well, why do this? Is this better than normal cardio? Well, I'm gonna go through some of the benefits that I've come up with uh, to try and help you understand if, if this is gonna be better for you than normal cardio. So as a personal trainer, um, I use this HIT training a lot with my clients. And the big benefits um, would be that it saves time at the gym. So this is a big one, because a lot of my clients tell me that they struggle with time. They say that, you know, they, they can't get to the gym because it's taking too long to get there. Or while they're there, they haven't really got much time to work out because they've either got a home, you know, they've got a family. They maybe have got to go home and look after the kids and things. So if you're short on time, um, HIIT training is definitely something you want to incorporate because it's time effective. There's none of this being on a treadmill for an hour running. Um, you can actually get very, very good results from short amounts of work. And I'll speak a little bit about that later on. So, so the first one would be the time. If you run out of time, if you haven't got time, if one of your reasons that you don't work out is the time, try doing HIT training. 20 to 30 minutes, that's all you need. So I would definitely recommend that. Um, and it may actually get you back into doing your training again. Now, the next one, the big benefit of HIT training is you don't need any equipment. Um, because with maybe the gym and weight training and things like that, you maybe need dumbbells. And maybe, you know, if you're in a gym, you might use a cross trainer or a rower. But with HIT training, you can do it at home with very little or no equipment. I mean, some of the exercises I spoke about before, you know, um, lunging jumps and um, jumping jacks and sprinting on the spot, they require no equipment. And just because you're using no equipment, don't be fooled into think that you're cheating or you're making it easy. In actual fact, most exercises which require no equipment tend to be harder on your body because you're not using anything to assist you. It's just your body doing all the work. And that's why outdoor boot camps and all these sort of things work very well. A lot of them use very little equipment and you work really, really hard. So, you know, some people say to me that, oh, it's no equipment and my working is hard. It's actually the opposite. You're, You're probably working harder because there's no equipment. And so think about that. So again, it's very cost effective, no equipment needed. You can save the time. And the next one would be, um, you can actually mix things up a lot more. Now, I'll tell you a little story that I've done this a lot with obviously the lockdown, nothing that's going on at the moment. I used to go to the gym regularly. I used to go maybe, what, two or three times a week. And since the lockdown, I started doing all the all home workouts and I used this exact training method. I used HIIT training. And... I mixed things up so differently compared to what I used to do that I've actually decided I'm going to stick at my new sessions, the ones I did at home. I don't really want to go back to what I was doing because the cardio sessions were just boring. I was maybe running on the treadmill, doing some rowing. And yes, it was working me, but I realized that doing interval training and doing squats, jumps, you know, Jug sprinting on the spot, all those things I mentioned with no equipment, I'm actually more interested. It's really mixed up for me. It's basically re-energized me back into doing cardio again because you can get very fed up of doing cardio. It can be one of those boring things. So mixing things up is the number one thing of HIT training. You can mix it up every time. You don't even need to do the same session twice. You can be very creative with it. So it's very worth doing. Try doing it, mixing things up, and I think you'll be re-energized into a new workout. And the next one is people seem to stick with HIIT training because you can mix things up, and because it's interesting, um, you don't get that boredom factor. And people see the results and they feel as though they're working really harder. You'll probably find HIT training takes you out of your comfort zone more than steady state cardio. So if you're just running on a treadmill for 20 minutes, you may feel quite comfortable doing that. But if you do HIIT training for 20 minutes, it will take you way out your comfort zone. You'll probably be out of breath. You'll be breathing heavier. And I think that's what people notice, especially my clients notice. And that actually makes them not want to go back to what they were doing before. They, they say to me, actually, I want to keep the HIIT training going because I find it increase my fitness, it increases your strength. You can really be free with it. There's no hard and fast rules. You can do whatever exercise you want to do in that time, as long as you work as hard as you can in the in the set time of exercise, and as long as you have recovery. Um, so, very good to play with, and I think it's one of those things you need to try and just see what time works for you. Now, the next one is, it's been proven to improve your VO two max. Now. I know that sounds a bit technical, but basically your VO2 max is to do with how much oxygen, how effective, how efficient your heart and lungs are using the oxygen when you're doing exercise. So basically what it does is it will improve how efficient your lungs cope with demand placed on them through exercise. So in other words, your heart and your lungs are going to be a lot better, a lot healthier. And you may find that you don't get as breath as much as you did before because your, your cardiovascular system is um, using up and it's being able to handle the demands that you're placing upon it. Remember, your body's very clever at adapting. So if you if you place demands like physical exercise demands on your body, they will adapt and become stronger because your body thinks that it's going to do this again, and it will get ready for the next session by strengthening up or improving your lung capacity. So it does make all sense because you're working harder with HIIT training, your body adapts by increasing oxygen levels or your lungs being able to handle more oxygen and distribute more oxygen around your lungs into your working muscles. So that's a great little improvement, a VO2 max improvement. Now, the next one is, again, not mega technical, but the hit actually increases the EPOC epoch effect. So the EPOC uh, is exercise post oxygen consumption. So I know that is a bit of a mouthful. Uh, you may have heard it. You may not have. Exercise post oxygen consumption. So it's matches your regular cardio workouts. so for example if you do a hour on the treadmill uh, you get an epoch response which is a exercise post-oxygen consumption which actually is will benefit you after you work out so what actually does when you stop working out your body doesn't just go back to normal. Your heart doesn't just go back to Your heart rate doesn't go just back to normal. Your breathing doesn't go back to normal straight away, does it? And because your body is still working really hard once you've stopped the exercise, that is what's called post-oxygen consumption. It actually means that you're burning calories after you stop working out. So in other words, you can be sat on the sofa at home and you're burning calories while you're sat there because your body takes a while to go back down to its normal self after you've pushed it really hard. So that's what's meant by exercise post-oxygen consumption. You're using more oxygen even when you've stopped. And this doesn't go on for days. It, it depends on um, how hard intensity you've worked out So if you've really pushed yourself, your exercise post oxygen consumption can be working really hard for maybe an hour and an hour and a half after. So that means you'll be just burning calories, your your body's working hard. You know, even if you once you've had a shower after your workout and once you've just gone home, it's still burning the calories. Now, what I said at the beginning about this, it can mimic basically the effects of an hour. Running session or hour cardio session, with you only doing a twenty to thirty minute HIT training session, so you're basically getting the effect of an hour workout from a half hour HIT session. And there's been quite a few study on studies on that. It, it's not exact; it's not an exact science, but you know the figures do vary depending on what study you look at. But the effects have been very similar. It was it was around. If you do a cardio session, a steady state and normal cardio session in the hour, they have the same exercise post oxygen consumption with people who did a 20 to 30 minute hit session. So you're really getting similar results for half the work. So I, I found that very interesting. So again, if you're not good on time, that's another reason to do the HIIT. Um, so the last one I sort of, when this isn't the last one, so I'm going to go through some common questions in a second. Um, but it's about the body fat burning side of it. Um, Hit training burns just as much fat as cardio in half the time. That is a statement. Again, not exactly, not exactly a hard and fast rule, but there is a lot of studies. To say the fat-burning effect with HIT training is very, very effective to the point that you have to do probably twice as much as a normal session. So if you do an hour running again, you only really need to do half an hour HIT, and you're going to burn the similar amount of body fat. Now, remember, this isn't exact, but the 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 figures again do vary on what stud you look at, but um, the body fat was burned a very similar amount from around 20 to 30 minute hit session compared to a, a normal hour in the gym so again you're sort of getting the effects of a longer workout by doing a hit and if you look at this in general pretty much everything with hit is accelerated and speeded up your fitness is improved a lot faster over a short amount of time Your heart and lungs um, get a lot more benefits doing a short amount of work. It's all shorter amounts of work with the same benefits as longer exercise sessions. So this is definitely the workout for you if you struggle with time. Even if you don't struggle with time, it's still amazing. I've had some great results. Great results. Now, I've got some, um, just to finish off, these might be quite useful for you. Um, I put together just a well. There's four commonly asked questions I get asked with HIT. As I was doing a bit of research for this podcast, I obviously want to help you as much as I can. And I, over the years, um, clients tend to ask the same things. So I'm gonna tell you what they normally ask me, and I'm gonna tell you the answer what I give them. So hopefully, again, if you're you know you know sort of unclear still, or you're sitting on the fence where we should do this this may help so the number one thing i normally get asked is um is hit the magic formula wow if it was a magic formula i'd be a multi-millionaire wouldn't i is it a magic formula to get rid of belly fat and my answer is always the same it can certainly help but it's not the magic formula. As we know, the magic formula really is looking at what you're eating. So if you have an awful diet, then doing HIIT training three or four times a week will certainly improve your fitness, but is it gonna be enough to outrun a poor diet? No, it's not. So you need to have a good, healthy eating plan and if you incorporate HIT maybe three times a week, you are absolutely going to benefit from it. Completely benefit. So I would say it isn't the magic formula, but it's getting close as the mix to have with magic formula. Very good eating plan. Obviously, cutting out all the foods which aren't great for you, and we all know what those are. Um, with HIT, then you are heading towards a great formula. But as usual, um, it's not just about the exercise, especially for fat loss. It's about what you're eating. Okay. Now, how do I do HIIT properly? Well, I touched this a bit before. um, As a very simple guide, take an exercise. Take maybe, well, maybe three exercises that you know how to do. Uh, maybe cardio exercises and equipment, and simply get a stopwatch and do that exercise for one minute with a one minute rest. And just do that for three exercises. So you would do minute exercise, minute rest, then do the second exercise, minute exercise, minute rest, then do the third exercise, minute exercise, minute rest. And that is it. And you do that for a total of 20 minutes, 30 minutes, if you're quite conditioned, try 20 minutes. That is it, simple as that. And the next one is, should I stop my current routine and do HIT instead? Now, I would say if you're enjoying your current routine in the gym, do not stop your current routine but instead, maintain your current routine and add HIT training in as an extra. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So if you're currently doing weight training and you're doing a little bit of normal cardio and you enjoy it, by all means, don't give it up. Why would you stop something you really enjoy? But maybe add one HIT session in a week and that might be enough just to make the difference one hit session a week might be your session which you really push yourself okay and sometimes that does work it just gives you the extra push the extra bit of mixed up exercises the extra bit of pushing yourself beyond what you're comfortable with and that sometimes is enough so yeah just just don't ditch everything just for hit training add it in to your current schedule uh now, the next one, this one's quite a common one. And I hope this will help a few of you out there. I get asked, should I do hit training before or after weights? Very good question. So you normally do weight training. Do you do hit training before or after? Well, the answer is very simple. It's neither, neither one. You should do hit training on its own because it's very intense you don't want to have to have done anything before and you certainly don't want to have to do a weight session after so um it's as simple as that really i I've mixed around it and I have done them all I have weight trained before hit and I've weight trained after hit and if you weight train before, you are pretty much haven't got the energy to get through the session because you've used up a lot of energy in your weight training. And if you work hard enough in the session, you certainly haven't got the energy to weight train after. So I, my advice would be maintain your weight training sessions, okay? And just find a separate day to do your hit. So basically, you're just going to do hit one day on its own. And I think you can push yourself the most on that. And you're not going to worry about what you've got after. You can just concentrate on that and give it your all. Okay, that's about it. I hope that helped on hit training. Remember, if you like the stuff in this podcast, please remember to subscribe so you don't miss any future posts. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. As usual, live life to the fullest, focus on the positive, and make your difference today. Thank you very much. Take care. And see you again next time.